Hey everyone, how's it going and welcome back to CDY Blackout, your home for the best creators from around the world. I'm your host, Max Bowen. And well, friends, it's been a while since we featured a filmmaker on this show. And this is a great way to just dive back into that world. Joining me to talk about their soon-to-be-screened short film, Plus Ones, is writer-producer Liz Eng and co-directors David J. Curtis and Caitlin Grace Reddy. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's great to have you all here. Thank you. Thank you, Max. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. All right. So why don't we begin uh, by just kind of taking us all on a walk through the story of this film and where the whole idea came from. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you so much um, to all of the listeners. We are really excited. My name is Liz Ng. Um, yeah, so essentially last year I decided I really wanted a film that showcased like the same type of diversity in my life um, on film and I got really tired of waiting and decided you know what like uh, let me let me try something um, let's let's write and and produce this and that's how plus ones came about um, and then Immediately once I wrote the short, uh, it just became like this really exciting whirlwind of an adventure. All right, very cool. And what is the movie all about? <laughs> it's about these two best friends, and they are determined to find their um, their plus ones for their best friend's wedding. Well, you don't want me to get started because I won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, by by all means, sir. You know, take it away. Um, yeah, Liz. Liz had a. Uh, I've known Liz for a uh, couple of decades, almost. And uh, oh my god! And uh, we would see each other and chat things, and you know, here and there and stuff. And we've worked together before. And she said, hey, I have this short that I want to shoot. And it was like, oh, really? Cool. So uh, have you done this? And she she would be like, uh, no, I haven't. I was like, oh, let's have a reading first. Yeah, let's do a reading. And, and it was just, it was the, it was the, it was the uh, short film, the little short film that was a juggernaut. It just kept going and going and picking up people and. I think we had a crew, casting crew of like thirty-five or more. Yeah. So yeah. so so like the breakdown, it's um, it's fifteen pages with sixteen characters and a dog and thirty-five crew members, <laughs> seven locations, and we did this in five days. Raised eighteen k, and. I was constantly getting told actually on the back end um, that this was almost impossible because yeah. of how demanding it was. And um, the more people told me that, the more I was like, I'm going to effing show you. Right. And we effing show them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so, so 18, so $18,000 raised seven locations, five days, 35 people involved in this thing, plus the dog. Which I imagine was probably like the hardest part, right? Um, wow, so the dog is the easiest kind. The, the dog was the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So 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 quite an assortment of people involved in this. Um, I'm curious about the cast. Were these people that were all just new to you, or had you worked with them in in the past? 
Um, some of the cast members I have already met. Um, either they came from New York or Boston. Some of them I have not. There is this one actor. I remember we we really wanted, and Caitlin was really clever and found a way to to get the actor on board. Um, I'll let Ka- Caitlin tell the story, actually. Sure. Uh, are we name dropping? <laughs> um, we don't have to. For okay. Now. Therefore, yeah. like, we'll just tune in for like the second exactly. episode. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, as like sometimes it happens in the cast room, you're up all night deciding between two actors because they just bring their own um, like their own perspective on the role. There's no right or wrong. Um, but there was this one actor that kind of just shined through and seemed um, perfect uh, for the character. And the problem was where they were based. And um, I don't know, I did my research and going through, you know, after um, the reels, the portfolio, the website, and I found out that um, this actor was based in two locations um, because of uh, work, maybe. And we were able to um, check back on the facts and I uh, found out that the actor was in the closer location so we could um, a more, more easily accommodate their travel and have them on our film. And that was just um, wonderful to like, check back on your resources and um, ensure like the best for your film. And I'm glad it worked out. Excellent. And, and of course the big news is that you have a screening coming up later on this month. Uh, So Liz, I will turn this over to you. Give us the details what's happening and where. Oh my goodness. So um, plus ones, we are having our world premiere on Friday, June 23rd. Um, at 7.30 p.m. at the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. And um, only a small handful of films were selected by the Roxbury International Film Festival uh, to have their films screened there. So it's really an exciting experience. It's an honor. We are thrilled. We are very humble. Um, I have not experienced this before as an, you know, as, as a writer, um, as, as, you know, like I'm a little potato, I'm a small local filmmaker and to, to have this chance to, to showcase our, our film here at like our hometown, our city. It's like, damn guys, thanks. Like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to Rox Films and Lisa Simmons. And Allison thank Simmons. You. Yes. Allison thank Simmons. you. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now your reaction, Liz, to finding out that your movie was going to be included in a screening at the Museum of Fine Arts. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, pretty close. Are, am I, are we allowed to swear something like that? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh, per- yeah. Perfect reaction. I love that. All right. <laughs> and and okay, okay. Um, so tickets are only twelve dollars if you are a member of the Museum of Fine Arts. It, uh, or if you're not a member, only $15, no taxes, no fees, none of that stuff isn't, you know, ta- um, tacked on. It's 12 
or 15 and that's it and that's pretty freaking affordable it's like as as cost effective as getting a burrito or a freaking sandwich <laughs> but much better than any burrito or any sandwich out there is seeing this movie you damn right it's going to be like the most amazing fantastic visual that you're ever going to see <laughs> directed by you know, Caitlin and David, it's, it's going to be great. I can only imagine. Absolutely. You know, I want to ask real quick, uh, David and Caitlin, how do you two know Liz and how do you want to work together on this uh, project? Uh, yes. So um, I was on a previous short film called High Ball Apart. Um, it was a student film and I was working with a bunch of my friends. And um, we were very lucky to have Liz as one of our lead actors in that film. And afterwards, uh, Liz reached out to me and a few other producers on the film um, to join. And I was able to read the script. And um, like mentioned before, it was just a reflection of the reality around me. And I am also tired of waiting and just seeing I don't know, our experiences from a white hetero male perspective. So about time that we kind of saw um, from like the imagination of Liz. And I really connected to the stories and seeing like one of the main characters as a queer Asian woman, um, I don't see myself represented. So it was really cool that, oh, there's an opportunity where I can be involved in a project with, for someone that, is like me like um representation is so important to me and um i think that authenticity behind and in front uh, behind and in front of the camera is so important um we should tell our own stories and um yeah through the project i was uh met i met uh david and um everyone else uh who are just wonderful timmy and Emily, our producers and cast and crew, it's been a wonderful um, journey to meet all these people that are more experienced than me as I'm still in college and learning and I have so much to learn. So um, it was a great learning opportunity and I'm thankful. Um, don't let Kay Caitlin fool you. She is a juggernaut. She is wise beyond her years. You're too kind. And, and no, you know it's the truth. I say this all the time. And the film wouldn't be the film without her. Um, I'm so glad that we co-directed co co uh, together. And I've also asked her, <laughs> I, I have some other projects in the future. And I said, Caitlin, so you want to uh, work with me on this? Because she's so, so detail-oriented. Um, yeah, she, I've learned so much from her. I'll, I'll just, yeah. I've learned so much from her and I'm, I'm, I would gladly work with, I told her in the, in the beginning of, uh, uh, you know, breaking down the script and all that stuff. I said, so, uh, Caitlin, uh, looks like I'm going to probably work for you in the future. I'm only here because of you all and my friends and um, everyone else on the project. And it was just awesome to also have some friends from the previous project that 
I was able to work with Liz, um, Aries, Justin, Laura, Crystal, um, everyone just, it was a whole learning opportunity. And no, David, I learned so much from you. Thank you for your uh, experience and wise words and everything. Um, the, The one thing I just wanted to point out, Max, is that the one thing that I love about this whole experience is that in front of and behind the camera, there was a representation of everyone you can possibly imagine. And that was true in our lives as artists and people. There was representation everywhere. And uh, that's what that's what also made this film, I think, special is because, you know, here I am, a black cis man in Boston with a movie with themes about everyone, you know, from LGBTQIA to black Asian. Uh, it, it was it was so wonderful to see that representation. Um, yeah, that, that, I just wanted to point that out. It, it just felt so, so amazing to see that in front of and behind the screen. Uh, this next question is for the whole group, because I read that this film covers the themes of both inclusivity and friendship while dating, along with celebrating the WOC and LGBTQIA plus communities. Um, what's the importance of this? Well, um, it's essentially viewing individuals as individuals. Uh, stories that we normally see and... I'm speaking from the lens of like the Asian Americans, you know, slash Asian experience, you know, like the Asian immigrant that comes to another country with like their struggles or dealing with racism, you know, like those stories are very, very important. But for me, I wanted to create this world in which um, people from very diverse backgrounds, you know, both, as we already mentioned, in terms of BIPOC, in terms of like, um, LGBTQIA plus in terms of, um, you know, interracial dating and as well as um, age diversification, like all those different um, pockets of communities. I want us to see that in our film without adoption, adoption as well. Thank you, David. Um, but without the concerns of like what we physically present to the world, you know what I mean? Like, hey, these are just people and they're living their beautiful, quirky lives and adventures as they are. Amen. You know, without the, and, you know, without the concerns, again, of like what they physically present to society. And for me, that's like really exciting and refreshing. You know, um, it's also the same thing um, as a person who who is queer without the concerns of, God, dating is so hard because like, you know, the, the discrimination I um, experience being a queer person. Again, those stories are so important, but I wanted to tell the other story of just being accepted. However, being not accepted in terms of dating, because I don't know, one person likes to wear one sock. <laughs> you know, like whatever, like little things right. like that. I get you. Okay. Uh, now, Liz, I also uh, read that you have certain aspects of your own life included in this film. I know you touched briefly uh, upon that, but are there like any <laughs> others that kind of make it into the final cut? 
Oh my god. Oh my god. I hope they're not listening to this one. So I did um pull some of my dating experiences into this film. Oh shit. Yeah, I was I was telling Liz, I said, Liz, you should put in the credits. This may or may not be based on a real life. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. We'll see. Let's just make it to the world premiere first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, and I would love to just gently share, like, on top of everything, our our cast and crew is so beautifully woven with both veteran um veteran filmmakers and Emerson filmmakers. So like big, big love to like the Emerson crew. Yes. Exactly as Caitlin had mentioned, you know, Justin Lee. Um, who like really slayed when it came to locations and keeping us safe. Like he was our COVID compliance officer every day on set. And even before then, he did all the prep work in um, organizing and receiving everyone's COVID, um, COVID vaccination cards. Like we were not messing around with that. Um, Aries Fung, who came on. I mean, like they, they, they were all our producers um, who like really was... Um, my right-hand person, we were just like ensuring logistics and the LLCs and the insurance and like, you know, hiring people. Um, Crystal Lee, who helped us create our bios, who's also our scripty. Um, they're really important. If folks don't know who that is, like a script supervisor, they help us in terms of ensuring continuity on the film. Um, you know, if the actor is wearing orange in one scene you want to make sure they're wearing that same color um in in, in that same scene kind of ordeal and then we have laura hoff i'm sorry hoffheimer thank you thank you david laura hoffheimer um who <laughs> man she she actually created our pitch packet and gave us this launch board um forward um which helped us with the fundraiser and she also was um in charge of like the art department. And there is also Marielle who is part of this, um, also part of the art department and so many other folks, Ian Roper, um, who uh, came on board with sound, um, Tim, who also supported us in the um, sound slash PA department. Like again, like all these people that I'm naming and there's so many more, so many more um, are Emerson students and the level of professionalism um and the determination was very very much present um and this film couldn't have been possible without them excellent all right and i want to actually give a very special shout out to ben chow he is my comic-con co-pilot you've seen him in, in many other interviews and he helped put this whole thing together so big thanks go out to you ben uh Definitely, we'll see you at the at the next at the next uh, Comic Con. And folks, we are bringing this thing to a close. I know it seemed a bit on the short side. But we are doing a more in depth interview in the very near future. So so definitely keep it right here. We'll be spreading more details when that happens. But Liz, one more time, the screening, the where, the when, all the details. One more time. I'll give some of the details, and then I'll lead it to my co directors to to chime in as well. All right, so guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, please come check out Plus Ones and our world premiere happening next Friday, June 23rd. 
at 7.30 p.m. at the Museum of Fine Art. And don't forget to bring a plus one to plus ones. Definitely. And, of course, where do folks go to learn more about the film and follow the work? You can go at the Roxbury International Film Fest. Happening next week, all next week. Excellent. And yes. and uh, give the socials, of course. Uh, if you want to keep updated with Plus Ones, we are Plus Ones Film on Instagram. All right. And Facebook. <laughs> Don't forget the Facebook. All right. Well, David, Caitlin, Liz, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it and definitely looking forward to checking out this film. Thank you, Max. Thank you, thank you for thank having you. us. Thank Thanks, Max. Good to see you. Hi, this is singer Kate Eppers, and you're listening to Citywide Blackout. And that brings this episode to a close. Thanks to everyone for listening, and be sure to follow the show on Facebook at Citywide Blackout and Twitter and Instagram at Citywide Max. You can reach me at citywidemax at yahoo.com to suggest a guest or submit music for the Blackout Collection playlist. You can find the show wherever you check out your favorite podcasts, and new episodes are aired every Saturday at 10 p.m. EST on Boston Free Radio. That's all for now, and I'll see you next time.